Oh, yeah. Since the last time we talked, I've been to another state. Flew over Mount Rainier. Flew over Portland. Flew over the Smoky Mountain Hills of Tennessee. No, I didn't, but... It's Joe Batance. It's Adam Burns. We're about to do Throw It Down! Like I said at the top of the show, my name's Joe Batanz, and this is a little show we call Throwing Down. But like most things, I don't do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy. I forgot that my gain went up for my therapy session. With my good buddy, Mr. Adam Burns from Arkansas, the mouth of the South. Give it up for him. How was the sex, Joe? Give us all the deets. Oh, wow. This Adam Burns does not uh, hold back. Well, okay, yeah. Well, uh, the, usually the first thing out of your mouth with me is, uh, did you blow him? So, Adam, did you lick his ass? How did it taste? Was it good? How often do you do it? So, uh, so Joe, uh, how was the sex? Did you lick his ass? <laughs> how was the... <laughs> how did it taste? I'll tell you. Tell me, Joe. If you guys could see Joe Batanz right now, he is like red. And, you know, I just I mean, didn't like look, grinning <laughs> from ear to ear. He's here's got the deal. This- I just didn't expect that question. It was <laughs> like, you, you know, you are. Let me tell you that here, here's why I didn't expect that question. You know, I listened to your show, the you know, Geeky Gay. Available yeah. wherever you get your podcasts. And you're the person, and you're like, I went into a restaurant, and I wanted to wear a mask, but nobody else was, so I was afraid of what they'd think of me, so I didn't wear a mask. Right? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then you're like, how was the fucking? And I'm like, whoa! Right. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm just returning the favor. Yeah. I know. I know you took a little trip. So and uh, yeah. so let me let me say this. Here's all I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. You got a haircut? I, I mean, oh, you yeah. were preparing. Yeah. You probably trimmed downstairs? No, he asked me not to. Oh, oh okay. He, he likes uh he likes full bush. Oh, good. Yeah. He has full bush himself. Makes you know? it easier. I mean, you don't have to do any maintenance. Yeah. You know what I will say though? And I don't know if other uncircumcised people have this problem. Yeah, you know, I'm not circumcised. I did not know that, but yeah. but uh, I am circumcised, and I actually love an uncircumcised unit. Yeah. I do. What can happen is if the pubes get long enough, is they get caught in between the foreskin, and the, and then like you have to, sometimes you have to pull it out. Like it's really tied up in there, and that can hurt. Sometimes it doesn't happen all the time. It's very rare, but it can happen. So I know we don't like make a habit of reading in the chat room, but I just mm-hmm. want to say Anami asked the question, how did Adam not know Joe is uncut? 
when when have we ever had a chance to discuss? It's not like we pull out our we pull out our dicks and compare them on a frequent basis. Well, the only thing I will say that Nami is right about is Adam's pretty much slept with every single person at Pride Forty Eight except for me. I mean, well, you're I'm not your type. How do you know you're not my type? Well, I'm not a little smooth twink. I'm going to tell you something here, and then we're that's all going to get into. So the night I get into uh, Seattle, all right, is we go back to my hotel room, okay, and Aiden's like, "I'm gonna take a shower," and this and this hotel has you know little bathrobes, you know, hanging in the shower, and uh, and he takes a shower, and I'm just you know chilling, you know, uh, like Dudley Moore in Foul Play or something, and um. He comes out of the shower, and Adam Burns, I got to tell you, first of all, one of the things that people might be surprised about is Aiden's probably taller than people think he is, so he's six foot, okay? So Aiden's, Aiden's tall. He's six feet tall. The other thing, too, is that um, uh, he doesn't have, like, a little twink body. He has very much a man's body, you know? Very, very in shape, in fantastic shape. He has long, beautiful, thick legs, like uh, a thick trunk, if you so to speak. Not thick, but like very everything he has, just a man's body. Yes, he has a very young face, but the body of him—I mean, he has a man's body, right? And he's a manly out, man, manly man. And he has ch- chest hair and everything like that. Oh, Harry Bush. If I were Daniel Brewer. Mm-hmm. I would have had erotic music ready to go, you know, the the porn music, but mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. And I thought I'm not re- going to just randomly play something mm-hmm. and it not be right. So I just want yeah. everyone to picture in your mind or to, li- you know, hear some porn music <laughs> playing in the book because I, I can't do this spontaneous pulling up of clips. Yeah, that one. Wow. How do you even know? That's the same one he uses. It is? Yes. I've used this for years. Or maybe it's what you use. It's oh, maybe what it's I you. use, yeah. If I were Joe Batanz, I would have it at the ready. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, he he comes out of the shower in this little bathrobe. And I got to tell you, I was like very much like that humana, 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 like so fucking just beautiful standing there, you know, and in peak physical condition. And he just, he had just, and I wonder, do you think this was on purpose? That the robe was open just enough that I could see every, not every, that's the best part. If it was everything, it would have been not that great. It was like peeking out, you know, like if he moved a certain way. Oh, absolutely. 100% for sure. He stood in front of the mirror Mm -hmm. and and put everything exactly the way he wanted it. Yeah. Probably kind of planned the poses he wanted. Oh, for absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And um he uh Yeah, and I, I will say this, you know, because uh, I had to run all these like sex talk things by Aiden. He is My boyfriend, and unlike you, I respect my boyfriend's privacy, but I will say that How dare uh, you I will say that. Oh, by the way, you know this will come up later. Look at look, look passport, U.S. passport. 
Uh, that is a big grin you have on your face there. And Adam went on this two-day rant on Geeky Gay about how you're not allowed legally to smile in your passport photo. Meanwhile, here's my passport photo of me smiling in my passport photo. I don't believe I ever said that legally you're not allowed to smile. I said whenever I've gotten my picture taken for a passport photo, they have not allowed me to Who's smile. Who's they? Who's they? The people at Walgreens or whoever's taking your picture. They say you can't smile. Don't smile, sir. Or the post office. Either way, they've told me I cannot smile. So anyway. I didn't go to a government office, but, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever, the passport service. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, and so, um, but what I will say, because people, the, the big question everybody asks Adam is about the coffee scrub, right? Tell us the, the oh. coffee scrub. How was it? Who, who uses it? You or him or both? I don't think he ever used it. I used it, right? Oh, okay. Well, I to sorry to disappoint everybody. Um, I don't know why actually, but there was no ass eating on this trip. Okay, but I will say, Aiden Deem's dick went inside my butt. Okay, and when we were getting ready to do that, now do you do you consider yourself? Are you a bottom? Or are you versatile? I consider or, myself oh. I consider myself versed, but when I saw that beautiful hunk of man come out of the shower and that body, I was like, there's not, no. I'm bending over presenting this hole is yours, take it. It's it it belongs to you. And I'm gonna tell you something too. I've knew this before. I knew this before. I would say his dick is perfection. Okay. Perfection. Perfect length. <coughs> Extra girthy. Ugh. What? Adam, what did I do to get such a wonderful prize, right? Who, what, who, who, did, what did I do? I must have saved a nun from a fire in a previous life. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is, so we were under the covers when we decided to have this hot man-on-man action, right? And I was wearing my wolf shorts, Okay. And I, we were dry humping at first, but I was like, no, we're not doing this. So I pulled down the wolf shorts and I grab his dick and put it in me, right? Well, obviously, you know, much like a Dutch oven when you fart, right? And then the. the I mean, why do, why do you have to say it like, oh, why do well, you. Well, no, to- no, I bring, I'm, the reason I'm bringing that up is, you know, if you fart under the covers, the smell comes up, right? Yeah. This one, because I had prepped before. I had an hour to shower before he got there. So I had done a lot uh-huh. of prep, right? Not the medicine. I didn't, I didn't snort prep. I meant like I did preparation on my butt. I, I understand. Know. Yeah. Adam, it smelled like a Starbucks under those covers. A- Aiden must have thought he was back at work. <laughs> right? <laughs> like a like a caramel. Yeah. Macchiato or yeah, whatever. So like yeah, a- and uh, and he it smelled amazing when I when I lifted that when I lifted the blanket to to re- to put my hand so I could reach for his cock back there. It smelled, yeah, it smelled like a venti frappuccino latte, <laughs> double shot of espresso. So oh, that's, well, then it worked. 
I, yeah, I, even though there was no ass eating, I can't believe he wasn't like, I need to eat your ass right now because it smells so good, you know? And uh, so, um, yeah, it was amazing. I don't know, Adam. Wait, I, I have to highly. Good time with Hadbile. Yeah, good time with Hadbile. I have to. I have to highly recommend getting some um, dick from a guy in his twenties. And you know what, Adam? Here's what's so funny, and I think you will agree with this. Cause I know this is something you obsess on. Is Aiden has no idea that what this beautiful specimen he has is just a temporary gift from God. You know. Oh yeah. Like to him, this is just like he's eating burgers and Beecher's mac and cheese and just living his wonderful life and just has this like you know that I had my I was I when we were making out at one point I rubbed my hand down his chest and his stomach and it was just so firm you could feel the six pack and his hard pecs and I was like oh God little does he know yeah you and I both like I would be thinking the same thing as like. Uh, but I would be thinking, oh my God, I wish my stomach felt like that. You know, instead of just being like, oh, this is, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that I have this hunk of, I'd be thinking about myself. I'd be thinking, oh, I wish my stomach was flat. Of course, now my stomach has never been flat. Even, even when I was, you know, 20 something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just have body dysmorphia. I've never, that, I've that never had, well. I'll say this, I've never had a six pack. But I have had a flat stomach, but never a six pack. Never firm. I always had a little bit of, a little bit of cushion there. Mm-hmm. Even when I was skinny, even when my mom, I was so skinny that my mom would say, "Oh, you need to eat something. You look sick," or, you know, or whatever. <laughs> okay. You know, I still my stomach would not get completely flat. I had a a little a little mound mm-hmm. of fat right there around my belly button. Mm-hmm. Drove me crazy. Which is funny because I think all body types are cute for the most part, not mine, but I think a lot of body types are cute. And uh, I like a little bit of a a little punch there. Like, I would have found that cute. Well, now I just have a little bit more. And I got to say this. I'm going to say this too. As much as I love Aiden's dick, I I actually just told him this yesterday. He has beautiful legs. Like, just beautiful, beautiful man legs. And feet. I'm not even a foot person. I actually hate feet. And I was like, oh my god, even his feet are beautiful. Everything's beautiful. Well, the 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 joy of youth. The joy of youth. Yeah, I'm trying to find a way to suck his essence out and then I steal his youth. Switch, pl- switch, switch places. <laughs> he doesn't know that's your plan. Yeah, it's the whole time. Yeah, I've been draining his blood, so I'm trying to do. Anyway, Adam Burns, what's going on with you? You know, you, you, I will say you sound more neurotic than ever on this geeky gay <laughs> with the mask. And, and uh, let's talk about the mask thing first. Okay. Okay. So which the, I, I don't remember what I say on my show. So okay, like, yeah. which I'm, time, I'm with what you. are you, what are you talking about? On an, on an episode, I think it was before I left Seattle, but last week you talked about how you and Mark went to dinner. And that you are not comfortable not wearing a mask indoors in public, right? And that, but you went to this restaurant and you and Mark were prepared to wear masks, 
But when you got there, nobody was wearing a mask. So you did not wear a mask because you didn't want them to think bad things about you. I don't remember that. I'll just give you, I don't remember that we've been to a few different restaurants yeah. so re, since, since we were both fully vaxxed. Mm-hmm. So I will just give the, you know, the general blanket, my general blanket thought process. Mm-hmm. In, I, I am fine not wearing a mask. Like I, I believe what the CDC says that mm-hmm. you're unlikely to get it. Because you're vaccinated. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. You're unlikely to give it to anyone because even if you did, your, your immune system is attacking it in something like you wouldn't have enough virus in you to, mm-hmm. to really give it to other people. Mm-hmm. And I believe all of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm very affected by the optics of a situation. Yeah, I know. So it's like when I, so, and I didn't want to wear, when we first started going back to restaurants, yeah, I just had this kind of mix. And I think a lot of people have, I don't think this is neurotic. I feel a lot like a lot of people mm-hmm. have had kind of a weird, should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? You know, how am I looking? Am I looking like I'm a certain political persuasion if I keep it on or if I take it off or, you know, it's just, there's so many, everything is weighted. Everything is looked at a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have had these kind of, what should I do moments? Now mm-hmm. I will say this. Yeah. Say it. And so what I did, well, uh, first of all, I'll just say what I have done is I have worn a mask mm-hmm. until we sit down mm-hmm. at the table. And then I take the mask off when we sit down. Now, okay. Mark, on the other hand, that's what I do. Okay, that seems reasonable. Yeah, Mark, on the other hand, has kept his on until a drink came out or food. Mm-hmm. But when I look around and see everyone with their mask off at the table, I mm-hmm. think, well, okay, this is you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the restaurant, you know, and I'm happy about this. A lot of the businesses around here have still kept up signs that say, "Please." continue to wear your mask, even mm-hmm. though we don't have, you know, the state does not mandate anything anymore, but a lot of the businesses have. Mm-hmm. So the restaurant, a lot of the restaurants will have signs that'll say, please follow CDC guidelines or whatever. Please wear a mask till you get to your table mm-hmm. or whatever like that. Yeah. So that, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. But I have, you know, what I was saying is in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking, am, you know, I'm just having those thoughts like, should I wear it? Should I not? Should I take it off immediately? Should I not be wearing it? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of thoughts. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that, that's it. Oh, I thought you were saying. But, but are there any, are there any fun events that have been going on? Like, in other words, I was checking in with you and I, and I dominated it. Right. So I, uh, well, we went to Houston. Oh, I know. I heard all about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I will just sum, sum it up by saying, a couple of things. First of all, it was it was okay. I mean, we w- really didn't go for fun. We went because he needed to get his passport renewed. And so he needed to go to a Filipino embassy. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I got a lot of Filipino food, which was good. It was good. We, we ate at one restaurant called – now I'm not going to remember what it was called. Dang it. I can't remember the name of it. But it was a Filipino restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, – the only everything was good. All the food was good. Um, the only complaint that I would have is they had this band in there, mm-hmm. and the music was so loud, so loud that we could not hear each other talking. We were having to yell at each other, mm-hmm. 
And they were really strict about masks. So we had to wear masks until we got to our table. Mm-hmm. And so try to talk through a mask mm-hmm. with a very loud band with a yeah. woman who sounds at best like a, you know, Karen who does karaoke mm-hmm. trying to sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that was not fun. And every time they took a break, we were both like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. They're taking a break. Yeah. But anyway, that was fun. We went to the space. We went to the space station. It wasn't cool music. Everything's slow. Yeah, karaoke. It wasn't Filipino music. It was just like, you know, the hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. You know, that sort of thing. But it was, uh, but this woman, and it was a band. Like, they had actually, I think they had actually paid this band to come in mm-hmm. you know but uh and by the way in the chat room nami says uh carrie oh, karen karen is what it's called <laughs> um but anyway it was bad oh. the music was bad the musicians were good the singer not so good mm-hmm. um and we went to the I, i've decided i don't like All right, should i wait for you to find the perfect <laughs> We just try to talk over this. She actually sounds better than the I will say I'm being very authentic and have Filipinos. These are two Filipino people. Oh, you looked for Filipino karaoke singers? Is that right? Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was similar, although Tell your story. Huh? Tell your story. Okay. So, well, then I'm leaving the restaurant because we went to the we went to the space center, and that was a shit show. Because we had to look very much further. Yeah, this is what it was like. I can't talk. Anyway, <laughs> was like holding this train of thought in my head. Okay, got the key change. Here it comes. You went to the space center? Okay, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Although, though, they're much better than this, uh-huh. than this thing or mm-hmm. at, the, at the restaurant. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> space center, I just want to say, uh-huh. well, I talked about this on my show, but communicate. Mark really loves things to be planned. Oh, Look, you don't want to tell me, you know, you talked about this on an episode. I, I go, you do not have to tell me three times that Mark likes everything planned. So it, look, and I love him. I love Mark and it's just a difference. But so I tell him and he was not wrong. I, I will say this. He was not wrong mm-hmm. in this situation. But two things that happened on this trip. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, we'll just go to the space center. Mm-hmm. You know, no big deal. Uh, we'll go in the morning. First, we'll have breakfast at Jollibee because he wanted to have Jollibee. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go to the uh, – no, I'm sorry. We'll go to the Space Center. Then we'll go to Jollibee for lunch, and then we'll head home because mm-hmm. it was Saturday. And he by said – uh, By the way, Jollibee is what Aiden calls my asshole. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go 
Is that, do you have a, do you have like a, at Jollibee, they have a, a mascot standing there that you can take selfies with? Mm-hmm. Does he take a selfie with your asshole? Is no. that? Well, also because my, uh, it has a drive through my asshole. Anyway, go ahead. And uh, apparently it smells like coffee. <laughs> so, so he says to me Friday night. Yeah. He says, uh, so have you checked to see, you know, if you're going to be able to get a, uh, you know, a ticket or whatever you need to do. And I'm like, oh no, it's just, it's a museum. We'll be able to go. Like, it's not going to be a big deal. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. I said, I'll check in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, and I had told him, and here's my mistake. Well, I made a lot of mistakes, but you don't want to tell Mark a plan unless you know for sure that that is what the, because what he hates worse than not having a plan is if a plan changes. Like, he can't handle it. Cannot. So, I'm like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna go to the Space Center. Yeah. Then we're gonna go to Jollibee and we're gonna go to the Filipino bakery. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna head home. Yeah. But I did not check. Mm-hmm. So I wake up mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the Space Center opens at 10 a.m. Yeah. So I wake up at like 8 30 and we're starting to shower and everything. And I think, you know what? Maybe I should just look. Yeah. Just look. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's a museum. Like, a museum. What, what's the deal? You get a ticket, you go in there. So they, uh, I look on the website and they say, due to COVID, we are limiting the amount of people. Mm-hmm. And so we are selling tickets in one hour time slots. Okay. And by then, they, uh, they had already sold out the 10 and 11 a.m. Well, the plan was that we were going to eat Jollibee after. And so I go to him and I say, um, Boyfie, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we can't go to the Space Center at 10 a.m. Yeah. Would you mind? Yeah. If we go to the Filipino bakery and the store mm-hmm. and then Jollibee, maybe do a brunch mm-hmm. and then go to the Space Center. Okay. And he is so stressed out now because the plans have changed. The order of operations have changed. Yeah. PEMDAS. The the food has changed, mm-hmm. you know, because maybe we'll get there in time for lunch. Maybe it'll just be breakfast only. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, then on top of everything else, and again, my fault. No, but okay. I didn't realize that the Space Center is 50 minutes away from our hotel. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't planned any of this out because, you know, me, I'm just like, well, we'll just play it by ear, you know, run by the museum. We'll have a little bite to eat, you know, whatever. (laughs) And he is so frustrated. I mean, what we're driving, he is like, he is like, I don't know, quiet, but not. And like, he'll make little comments about, well, if you'd have checked (laughs) Friday night when I told you to. Yeah. Well, I have a lot to say about this. One, yeah, yeah. One is I feel, now I'm not quite the traveler, right? But I feel like if you're going to travel or love to travel, and I I don't know if Adam watched Listening Live or not, and it's, it's, he lives in Shanghai now, and so like it's uh, 8 a.m., <clears throat> but I did send him the link. And, uh, but, and he's, you know, he's an expert in travel, got his degree in traveling, right? But I'm, I'm going to say that if you're going to be a traveler or like to travel, which I know Mark enjoys traveling, 
you're going to have to let go of this everything. It has to be planned out and perfect because that's just not how it works in traveling. You have to be sort of able to go with the flow. Okay. Now, I agree there probably should have been some more planning here, but you have to be able to go with the flow. You can't get so disrupted by little – because things are going to happen. Like, God forbid you go to Paris. Literally, God forbid – people's plans change all the time in Paris because they fucking go on strike, you know, for a drop of a hat. And so your planned trip to, you know, the Louvre or to get on the subway changes. But yeah. the other thing I'm going to say – because I'm going to defend my friend Adam here – is – and this happened when you guys came to L.A., is and I want this is my question to you is if he needs everything planned right don't you think then it would be incumbent upon him to do the planning because you are a kind of person who's very easygoing go with the flow and so when you and I were trying to plan the trip to LA, we couldn't because you were like, I don't know what he's going to want to do. But then yet he depends on the plan, but we couldn't get him to, to give us an answer about what to do. He wanted you to make the decision, but you didn't have a decision because you didn't know what he wanted to do. Meanwhile, I'm trying to jump in front of a train. So in this case, why <laughs> was it? Why Why couldn't the, you know, Google works for Filipinos. Why couldn't he do the planning for the space museum? Why couldn't he check? Why did you have to check? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. It's not like he couldn't have. He just didn't. You mm -hmm. know, I guess that was my plan because I'm the one that decided we were going to go there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but he does. Now, he he does plan things mm -hmm. sometimes. Uh, it, it's always a failure when I do it because, mm -hmm. again, my family, like when – and it's mainly around vacationing. Like I can mm -hmm. plan – I think, well, he may disagree, mm -hmm. but I, I think I at work – you know, and, mm -hmm. and normal things around the house and whatever I think I can plan. But when I go on vacation, it's just like, we're going to go to Hawaii and mm -hmm. we're going to see what there is to do when we get there, you know, and we're going to just kind of, you know, and or I'm we're just going to hang around the hotel. And if something looks good, we're going to go do that thing. And I mean, that's just what I'm used to. We don't really mm -hmm. like we don't really do that. So it's just so he does. And when he does the planning, then, mm -hmm. you know, it it usually comes out better. To me, it's the same. I, honestly. Because I don't need a plan. I, I could do anything. Just the sheer act of traveling, I love. Mm -hmm. I, even if I did nothing touristy at all, mm -hmm. even if I just got on the plane, went to a place, stayed in a hotel, ate a couple of nice meals, you know, I'm fine. Bucket list. I've marked that place off my list. I've been to London. You know, I'm good. Um, but anyway, so that's just, we're just way different, you know, and opposites attract. So I guess, I guess that's what happened. But then, mm -hmm. Uh, well, you were about to say something, so go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm kind of a hybrid. So I like before, I like to pre-plan a lot, pre-production, so to speak, and have a lot of options and a rough idea about what I can do and when we can do it, where we're going to eat and stuff like that. But once I get there, if things change or move, I'm fine with it. If it doesn't happen, I'm fine with it. I just don't, I don't ever want to be caught, like, I don't know what to do, but I can do whatever. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, so then I was going to say, and uh, so we got there. This, I'm turning into you, but I'm going to say this space center, mm -hmm. Joe. Sure. We bought the tickets. Yeah. And we get there and there is a line. Seems like a mile long. Yeah. Outside. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, why, why did I buy a ticket? And I went up to a person. I said, um, well, I've got, and lots of people were doing this. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've got a reservation. I've got a ticket here. Um, do I, can I go in or do, is this line for me? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that line's for you. If you haven't bought a ticket, you need to go buy a ticket, but then you need to get in line. So we waited in line for like 45 minutes, even though we got there during the window of our, you know, of our Mm -hmm. ticket. Yeah. So I don't think it was managed very well anyway. No. How many times, legit question here. How many times did you hear people in line because they were mad about this? Did you hear them say, Houston, we got a problem? None, but there were a lot of mad people, <laughs> but that would have been a good thing. Several guys, you know, several Karens, and I don't I don't cause a scene. Like, I'm not going to do that. No. But there were several white privilege moments where guys would go off and be like, oh, well, I bought a ticket, <laughs> you know, and throw mm-hmm. in a fit, that, that sort of thing. I didn't do that. I just asked the question, hey, mm-hmm. um, I have a ticket here that I got online. I'll do, you know, should I wait in line? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll go wait. You know, and then I just talk about them under my breath, but I didn't cause any scenes. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that you say that. I don't remember I saw it somewhere on social media, but that quote, uh, hell hath no fury, like a white person mildly inconvenienced. And when <laughs> I was at this sushi restaurant, there were these douchey white people sitting next to me and Aiden. And they had told us when you sat down, Listen, because of COVID and just the way we're doing things, you can't be here more than 90 minutes. Okay. So, uh, it's about 750 at this point, right? And this, there's these like douchey looking white people next to us. Uh, and the waiter walks up to them and says, listen, this is the part about my job that I hate the most, but unfortunately we have a table reserved at 815. And you guys, you know, we need you to, we need to be out by then. And the blonde girl got so upset. She was like, it's not 90 minutes. It's not 90 minutes. You said we could be here 90 minutes and it's not 90 minutes. And we just ordered drink. And like, he's like, okay, just, just letting you know <laughs> this table's reserved at 815. And then after he left, she was like, but it's not 90 minutes. It's not, it hasn't been 90 minutes. We still have 25 minutes. And I was like, oh, bitch, shit, seriously, just calm the fuck down. Drink your drink. The guy was wearing, well, you know those shoes that look like they have buckles in the front? He has no socks. And I was like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. 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 yeah I know. Anyway, so that, that was Houston. I, the only other thing is I had poor planning. So I decided, mm-hmm. and this is really quick, and, wow. and this was bad. Mark says, you know, maybe we should just go back through Dallas, but there was another way to get home. And I, and I said, wouldn't it be fun mm-hmm. if we just took this other way? Mm-hmm. Because. New scenery, mm-hmm. you yeah. know something we haven't seen. There was nothing to eat. But Adam, I, on your way, most, it was the most backwoods route. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we should have gone through Dallas. <laughs> but but a you talked, you told the story about on your way over there. You stopped at some restaurant and you were standing there, and, and somebody shouted, "Good luck!" You know. Yeah, well, that's because, well, anyway, we don't, we don't have good luck eating on the road because I, I don't know if you have this thing, but when I'm driving, I think, well, that looks pretty good, but let's just wait until the next exit. You know, maybe there's something else. Maybe, Mm -hmm. and I'll do that every single exit and then Mm -hmm. we'll get completely out of the town and we'll be stuck with like Mm -hmm. Subway. And we've passed all these other exits with all these wonderful places to eat. And I, and it's, I don't know if I have FOMO of like, oh, the next exit might be the best thing in the world. Yeah. And so it's like, we'll, we'll get, I'll be like, oh, okay. The next exit. The ne-, and mm-hmm. then that, that one comes and that's what I do. That, that is, I don't know why. 
I, I never, and then it, we end up having to eat, you know, Ritz crackers from a gas station. Every time I talk, I think everyone agrees with me. And I'm looking at the Discord right now, and I'm a librarian, and Lauren S. are swapping their different crazy, like, OCD tips for over planning a trip. Mark would love the tips that they're sharing with each other. They're saying, but they're saying they under they they agree that it's a little OCD and mm-hmm. you know crazy. Yeah. All right, Adam. Well, it's time for the cooking segment. This week we are uh, doing. Uh, we did we did a recipe last week from uh, from because you hadn't gotten your book yet from Cook's Country Magazine. They have these like thirty minute or quick suppers or something like that. And we did a skirt steak with tomato, uh, corn, and brown rice salad. We've both posted our pictures over in the Throwing Down Discussion Group channel in uh, on Discord. Uh, I think Adam's cho- currently choosing his next recipe right now, what we're doing. <laughs> but before we do... Uh, well, let me... Then you know what? While you choose, Adam, let me talk about my experience making okay. this recipe. And uh, I'll tell you, so this is actually the second time I've made this particular recipe. And the first, you know, the first time is, even though it was successful the first time, it was the hardest because you're not really knowing what you're doing. Second time I had a better idea of what I wanted to do, what I wanted to switch and try differently and whatnot. I didn't do anything ingredient different wise, but technique I did. And um, so this one went even smoother. For instance, in this recipe, they want you to boil the brown rice till it's done. Well, I don't know about you. I hate making brown rice a stovetop. It just never comes out correct. So this time, I made it in the Instapot. Okay? And then oh, I, there, was, there was never any doubt in my mind yeah. that I was going to use my rice, our rice cooker. Yeah. I don't even know how to cook rice. Yeah. And, and you know, while well, the first time I made it, I, I followed the instructions they gave. It took so long to even get it close to done. Okay. So I just used the Instapot. I did it way early because they want you to let the, they, they want it to be cold rice for the salad. I'm like, okay, I can make it hours before, which is what I did. Right. Then for the flank steak, I didn't make it in a, in a nonstick skillet in the house. It's going to get hot. I grilled it. And it came out perfect. I was thinking about sous vide, but I didn't want to lug out the tank and lug out the sous vide and do all that. So I um, did it on the grill. It came out perfect. And uh, that's what I did. And uh, I actually liked it better the second time. Got a better idea of what to do. Uh, I thought it was... I think the first time I made it, I felt the beef was flavorless. The second time, I don't know what I did differently. I think maybe... I don't know. I just knew better seasoned it better I thought it went a lot better with the um, recipe what was your experience Adam Burns so I um, as per usual Mm -hmm. I thought oh you know I'm going to have trouble finding some of these ingredients well okay when I'm saying some of these ingredients I felt like skirt steak was going to be a problem Mm -hmm. to find also, I wasn't quite sure about the um, the cheese. What was it? A uh, ricotta salata. Yeah. 
And because I usually just grocery shop at Walmart and I I don't go to I I don't generally go to fancy, you know, or I don't go to Whole Foods. The Whole Foods kind of is kind of far away and we have one, but it's, you know, like half an hour away. And so whatever. So uh, I thought, you know, there there may be a a challenge finding the steak and maybe the cheese. So Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do is we're going to go to this this kind of gourmet grocery store that we have here called Fresh Market. Yeah. And so I, I decided, okay, I'm going to go to Fresh Market. So we did our normal grocery shop and then we, we went over and I did not buy the steak. I didn't buy the lemon. I didn't buy the tomato. I thought, you know what? Fresh Market, I'll get gourmet ingredients. Mm-hmm. And so we go and, and, and so we go into Fresh Market. Mm-hmm. And as per usual, Mark is thinking plan. Yeah. So he says, well, why don't you go to Fresh Market first? Because they're smaller, and if they don't have something, then you can, you know, get something at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, 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 we'll go to Walmart first. Fresh Market will have everything. So I go there, and uh, and so I go to the butcher, mm-hmm. and I say, um, do you guys happen to have skirt steak? Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, no. Skirt steak is really hard to find right now. He says, we we can't even order it. He said, we cannot get skirt steak in. Mm -hmm. Cannot find it. Mm -hmm. So they had some flank steak there. I said, well, what about this uh, flank steak? They're very similar. uh, Would that be good enough? Mm -hmm. You know, if I had a recipe that calls for steak, he says, yeah, 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 that would be, that would be okay. It is. So, so I had to buy that. So right off the bat, no skirt steak. Um, for some strange reason, they also didn't have lemons. Mm-hmm. So I had to get limes. What? They didn't have lemons at Fresh Market at this gourmet place. Okay. So I had to get limes. Mm-hmm. Then they also did not have ricotta salada. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. I, even though I call myself a gourmand, mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I just saw the word ricotta and I was just thinking no. ricotta. I didn't, no, you I didn't. was like, oh, I don't know what this is. So they did have ricotta. So I got a, a tub of ricotta. Mm-hmm. Actually, very good. Whole milk ricotta it was super tasty. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So, uh, but I, and I had corn on the cob, so that was no big deal. So I mm-hmm. had everything else or I, I got parsley. I got some, some, uh, heritage or some kind of, uh, nice, uh, dark with a little, well, it almost looked like a watermelon rind, these mm-hmm. cherry tomatoes. Yeah. I, I don't remember what they were called, but they were like a fancier cherry tomato. Okay. And the brown rice. So we already had brown rice. So I cooked, so I, I, uh, I cut up the, I cut the steak cause it was two pounds. So I only needed a pound. I cut it in half, vacuum sealed and froze with half of it. And then that, that I patted it dry, put salt and pepper. And I let that sit for a while to come to room temperature with the salt and pepper on it while I prepared all my other stuff, my corn, my, uh, I chopped my tomatoes up, my everything, uh, parsley, all that. But I, and I put the brown rice. Now, the only thing about the brown rice was it took, I didn't realize how long it was going to take. Even in the rice cooker, it took about an hour and 15 minutes in the rice cooker. Instant pot. Pressure cooker. 
Can you do, see our instant pot is a really it's the large one. And if you're just doing a cup, can you do something that small? I did two cups. I doubled it. I saved or, the rest I of the brown know, rice. Can you put a smaller bowl inside the instant pot and oh, I don't know. Can you do that? I don't. I don't, know. I don't have a big anyway, gigantic. So, so, uh, so I did that. It took it took about an hour and a half um, for that, or hour and fifteen minutes, something like that. But uh, I think, and I did use a non-stick skillet. I followed those directions exactly, and that all I cut it and I cut that one in half because part of the flank steak was thinner than the other one. So I did the thinner piece and did that three and a half minutes per side, something like that. I did the other one maybe five minutes, but mm-hmm. I, I had a meat thermometer. Yeah. So I I, I did it to one thirty five, which is what they said. Anyway, bottom line is, I, and I just, I actually used the ricotta, but I just grabbed it with my fingers and put little dollops of it on top. It was very good, actually. I, I mean, I'm sure the one they wanted would have been great as well. But um, so the the uh, verdict was, first of all, from Mark. Oh, from Mark. I did not, I, I did not have to ask him. Yeah. He volunteered this information. Interesting. He said it is, he really liked it, and it was his second favorite. After the Japanese beef. After the Japanese one. He said, of everything you've cooked doing this segment, he's like, this is right up there with that one, but it's still slightly below. So I feel like he likes anything that's citrusy or vinegary. Well, I'm going to tell you, reminded me, uh, they didn't have ricotta. Sometimes these places, they do things that you only can get at Whole Foods, and I don't have a Whole Foods by me. Of a sprout, but if you look in the in the recipe notes, it says you can substitute feta or a goat cheese. So I used feta, and uh, I got already crumbled feta. And I'm going to tell you, forget the beef part. All right, forget it, which is fine. It's it's it. To be honest with you, I think the beef is just there to be there. That brown rice salad with the cherry tomatoes really and the cheese is so good. Um, it is, and it makes a lot, by the way, because like it's for four, and we, you know, my dad and I eat, you know, like I would say, like a little more than one person each, and there's still a lot of it left. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, that 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 it's all about that brown rice salad. I made it last night, mm-hmm. and uh, we're actually going to have that as a side item for dinner tonight so yeah. i don't have to cook another side item yeah no it's, it's a fantastic fantastic i i guys if you're listening get that rest you don't have to make the the beef is just a, a thing that's there but that brown rice salad is everything with the corn and the tomatoes and the cheese amazing now adam we're gonna pick the recipe for this week uh are we doing america's best lost recipe the blue one or the green run cook's country best lost suppers we are doing uh, we are doing best America's best lost recipes. Oh, the blue one. This one right here. Now. I'm going to I'm picking two recipes, Joe. Why two? Cuz there's one that's a side item. Okay. What page is that on? So the first one is called corn oysters. Oh, I've been wanting to make these. Uh huh. What page? So is it's that? like hush puppies. Yeah. What it's, page is it? It's uh, page eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I've always wanted to make those. Okay. All right, but I can't just pick that because there's no like there's no entree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the second one, I'm going to give you a choice. 
Okay. All right. Sure. We can either do on page 56 the, and you can also tell me which sounds better to go with the corn oysters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a glazed pork with caramelized pears and sweet potatoes. Okay. Or page 58, beef rouladen. I don't think either one of them goes with corn oysters. It probably doesn't, but both of those sounded good to me. And it was in the same book. I'm going to I'm going to choose beef rouladen. I'll tell you why. Because the glazed pork with caramelized pears and sweet potatoes sounds amazing, but it sounds like a fall or winter dish. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Whereas the beef rouladen we could have uh a very interesting, a very interesting uh, ingredients here: vegetable oil, onions, bottom round roast, Dijon mustard, bacon, low sodium beef broth, dry red wine, and cornstarch. Interesting. That's it. Very interesting. All right. So you've got your side. I know they don't really go together. I'll be honest really with you. I'm going to make corn. two different dishes. So the so the corn oysters will just be made to be made, and then I'll make the beef rude laden separately. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you okay with that? I mean, you can overrule me. It's your choice, you know? Your choice. All right. right. Uh, There you go. That's the cooking segment. Um, All right, Adam Burns, what else is going on with you? Uh, There was something that I was going to talk about. Mm -hmm. What was it? Um, Well... We we had a we had a vacation we had a, a long weekend this weekend, mm-hmm. but um, actually there are two small things. Okay. So, one of them I just want to say my my parents have this dog and we we take turns babysitting each other's dogs. Okay. So like when they're out of town we watch their dog when we're out of town they watch our dog, so it works out. Can do the dogs so get along? Yeah, they get along. Well, uh, my, our dog. So we have we have a Shih Tzu, mm-hmm. and you know she has that Napoleon. I'm a small dog complex. Mm-hmm. You know she has to she has to be the queen bee of the yeah, house. You sure. know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And their dog is a is a cocker spaniel, so he's kind of happy go lucky sort he's, of. So she's the know. queen bee. He's the jolly bee. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's kind of a bitchy dog, but I mean, we love her to death, but Mm -hmm. I I have to admit when you get a small dog, Mm -hmm. they are, you know, they can be a little whatever. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so we had to babysit Shane or Mm -hmm. their, their Cocker Spaniel this weekend and he's getting old. Mm -hmm. And, um, so uh, we – and we're fine with it. But every time he's come over recently, um, it's been mom – they have a list of, okay, here are the pills that he has to take. Mm-hmm. He just had surgery on his butt. Mm-hmm. You know, all this kind of stuff. Oh, his mm-hmm. he, he can barely get up now. He's limping. Mm-hmm. And so – and we don't have – and so it's getting more and more difficult every time they bring him over for us to keep him. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, so, so this time we come in one night and he's, he's there and we don't have a doggy door anymore. Our parents have a doggy door. So he's used to having a doggy door all the time. Yeah. And he's been fine. Like every, for, for the past, I don't know, year that we've been in this house, we've been able to let him out. Yeah. 
and then, you know, every few hours and whatever. Mm-hmm. So we come in and he has peed on the rug. Mm-hmm. First time. He's never done that before. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And so I clean it up. Sure. And then, uh, and I had, I had some of that, um, that, uh, stuff that you pour. It's got enzymes in it and you pour it. I don't know if you are a pet owner, but you can pour it on pee and it'll like, the enzymes will eat up the pee or something. Anyway, mm-hmm. gets rid of the smell. So, uh, and then the next day and I'm like, okay, we got to let him out a little bit more often. Um, and then the next day we had gone out and we had just let him out before we went out. We we're only gone like an hour mm-hmm. and we come back. And he's, what were you oh, doing? He's also, what were you doing? We went to a nursery. Okay. We were looking at plants. Okay. So we come back. Did, and, next question. When you were at the nursery, did you open up your Pokemon Go app? I mean, when we're out, when we're out of the house, we always have it open. Okay. Good. But Mark always has his open. Yeah. I, I, not so much me, but so, uh, anyway, we come back now. This dog is also mm-hmm. in the past three months mm-hmm. has gone completely deaf. Mm-hmm. So we can't call him. Mm-hmm. So I come in. Yeah. And I see him taking a drink of water. Yeah. He doesn't know we're, he doesn't know we're home. Yeah. I turn my back for a second. He pees on the rug. Yeah. And I was going to let him out like as soon as I got over there, but like Mm -hmm. in a split, he doesn't even know we're home. Yeah. Cause he can't hear. Then. Yeah. So I had to clean that up. Yeah. And then the next day, Mm -hmm. he also has diarrhea all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to think where the, where this story is going. It's going nowhere. Did Mark kill the dog? Is what I my question. No, it's it's going nowhere. It's going nowhere, Joe. Okay. I'm just telling you how frustrating this was. Yeah. My stories don't have to go anywhere. No, they don't have to go anywhere. Um, they go the bat. You know what? Your sto- your story is like your trip to Houston. The first one has a clear path that goes through Dallas, all the restaurants. The second story, you go through the backwoods, uh, no restaurants, don't know where you're going. It's uh, the way it is here. I'm throwing down. Well, his diarrhea had gotten stuck to his leg. Okay. And we didn't know. Did and so the then rub? I find diarrhea spots on our rug uh-huh. that I also had to clean up. So I've had two peas and diarrhea uh-huh. on multiple rugs in my house. Yeah. And what about That's from it. the dog? It was very frustrating. Yeah. The last thing I want to bring up is totally unrelated. Yeah. Did I mention to you that, um, that, uh, Oh, he drinks a lot. So Lauren in in the chat room is saying um, her parents have two diabetic dogs who drink water and piss like 10 hours a day. He and their names? So much. Taylor and Babalu. It's weird. That's <laughs> what the name of the dogs are. Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, uh, the totally unrelated thing, but I was going to give this to my mom. So I, I read this book. Yeah. This is a total aside, Joe, but I have mm-hmm. to tell you this. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um. The whole time Donald Trump was president, yeah, I was wondering how people can be a Christian, yeah, and go along with all that bullshit, yeah. You know, like nothing that I know of that that is taught biblically, yeah, is pull yourself up by your bootstraps, mm-hmm. stay out of my country. You know, nobody gets health care unless they're rich. Like none of that stuff is what I read when I read the Bible, yeah. 
So I found a really good book. Sure. By an actual Christian person. Yeah. Uh, it's called Christ in Crisis. Okay. I want to write this down because I think my, my mom might want – because my mom has been fighting with people about this stuff. Okay. Go ahead. It's called Christ in Crisis, and it's so good. And he, I, I, I think he's a former minister or something. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, but he goes into detail about why um, you, as a Christian, you should be supporting social programs that Democrats are for, like mm-hmm. feeding people and clothing people and, you know, higher taxes for rich people. And he goes into detail why Trump. Mm-hmm. Should not be supported by Christian people. And yeah. he goes into detail about COVID and like why, you know, people should be wearing masks. Like all of this stuff, all of this stuff that I've been thinking mm-hmm. for the past four or five years. Yeah. And I decided to buy it and give it to my mom. So oh, she God. was. Gonna, can so... you please record it the, when you <laughs> hand it to her? Can you please record the audio? <laughs> well, I, I mean, what's she going to say? I, I, I can, but. I'm blind. I don't know how to read. I pee on the floor. You know, um, you know what's funny is before this book, Adam, there's another book that describes Jesus's, you know, how Jesus says that you should, you know, help the poor and, and all that stuff. It's called the Bible. And, uh, I think all, I think if you just read the Bible, uh, G- I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure this book is very good. I'm telling my mom buy it because she's been fighting with people, but um, I think she would like that. But what I'm going to tell you is, if the Bible can't convince these people, well, then I don't know what will. Well, maybe, but I just like I thought, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I've been thinking. Like, mm-hmm. how do you have these political views that you yeah. say you have? Mm-hmm. And you're a Christian at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the and the thing is, all of these people who are Christians yeah. are Republicans and have these beliefs that are totally against the – like, like oh, no, rich people shouldn't pay more taxes. You know, but – and yet, you know, all – everything in the Bible is, oh, you should give your shirt to that poor person. You know, you should – you know, Jesus hung out with – prostitutes and lepers but they're like oh no get those people away from us and i don't know it's just like totally not biblical. well a also hung out with tax collectors and i believe and i could be bastardizing the quote here has a quote where he tells you to pay your taxes he's like pay caesar something What's about yeah. yeah so like what yeah. do yeah there's a well and that's actually mentioned in this book but he it has multiple meanings because anyway I, this isn't a biblical podcast but i just wanted to say I just wanted to update everyone. I found the mm-hmm. perfect book. If you're a person who believes in God and and wonders how Christians can be so mm-hmm. wrong, mm-hmm. you should read this book because the Bible – I mean everything that Democrats stand for pretty much is what's in the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah, no. So – we'll, well see how it goes. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it because I, I, be, I want to be careful. I just want to say, Mom – I'm not trying to change your mind, but I want you to know how I've been feeling for the past five years. I just want you to read this, and this is how I've been feeling. Welcome to our new segment on the podcast, Bible Burns, (laughs) where Adam Burns talks about the Bible. I'm your host, Joe Batanz. 
And we are here with biblical expert Adam Burns. Adam Burns, tell us about uh, why you bought... What's the name of the book you just bought your mom? It's Christ in Crisis. Yeah. 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 Which is the sequel... By the way, there's a sequel about Jesus' thoughts on horde movies called Jesus Scared the Bejesus. And that's... Uh, so here's a... Yeah. Here's just a, a, a quote. Yeah. In times that are testing who we are as a nation and a people, Reverend Wallace reminds us of the lifeboat that has been there for us all along, faith. Christ in crisis calls us back to the most fundamental lessons of the gospel, reminding each of us and our country that acts of compassion, service, dignity, and grace are not just the acts of a faithful Christian, but the path toward a stronger, kinder nation. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Adam Burns. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to buy this book. I'm going to read it. If I like it, I'm going to give it to my... Because here's the problem. My mom's been fighting with someone named Jerry Renteria. Jerry Renteria is a woman. Right. J-E-R-I. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Renteria is a friend of my mom. Friend, well, they used to be friends. But like, like super, 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 super strict Catholic. Right? And my mom has this like daily prayer group or whatever. That she organized. And she has asked Jerry Renteria, who's very political, people who are political, this is not a political group. You can have whatever political beliefs you want. It's just literally for prayers. And that Jerry keeps insisting on talking politics and how, like, Trump's going to be induct, you know, inaugurated in August and Biden's doing this and, you know, dead babies and all this stuff, right? So they had it out last week. And so I know Betty will start, she'll be like, highlighting things uh doing research on this <laughs> yeah and I, so i don't know what i don't know whether to tell about her tell her about it or not so anyway well that's been um bible burns yeah. with adam burns we will come back next week with another edition but until then adam burns uh what was your favorite part about what was your favorite quote from jesus in that book i love black people all right well very good Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.